All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Chocolate ship shape and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, contact Chuck at S&W Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter 
violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back, we're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Mental Detecting and Treasure Hunting Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And all I can say is I... <sighs> no comment. Not sure what they're going on about in the chat about get your jammies on, but uh, not even getting mixed up in it. Not even. All right, so we've got the Bills in, we've got Chuck, we've got Frank, D.A. Frank is in the house. We've got Barb, oh, let's see, Dennis and Ian and uh, Dyson and the Bortners, I'm sorry, I mean Mark and the Bortners, <laughs> all sorts of people dropping in. All sorts of people dropping in. Not bad. Not bad. Good to see everybody dropping in. Definitely. Links first and foremost. In the chat, in the description, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectees, The Ring Finder, Snook, The Website, Mind Lab, Manicore, Update Link, Terry Shannon's Website, Midwest Refinery's Website, if you're into the website thing. We've got a... We've got, actually, Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa, Treasure Hunters, the Relic Hunters, Old Metal Militia, Detect That Outdoors, and Detect America. If you're into the Facebook side of things, you can catch Frank, Steve, and Mark. I Actually, Frank, Ronnie, and Mark. Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern, simulcasting, multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, Shelly, and personalities with Can You Dig It on Thursdays, 7-ish, multicasting, Facebook, YouTube. We're here Sundays, Wednesdays, as time and availability allow right now. We're doing what we can, although I am here in the next three weeks. I'm about to enter overdrive for <sighs> appointments, procedures, checkups, shots, treatments. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be rough. And trying to acclimate to new meds, I I don't know. It seems like maybe maybe uh, maybe I've got a little bit of ADHD right now. I don't know. I see Mike Lacomet is also in from Metal Detecting Central Illinois. Shout out to them and him. And we've also got Ohio Metal Detecting Detect That Outdoors All Metal Militia Crazy Spider Adventures. Hopper Hoodlum, Quarter Hoarder, and Ill Digger, all on YouTube. If you're into the YouTube side of things, check those channels out. Good videos, definitely. And Crazy Spider Adventures is doing a phenomenal job with the uh, Minicore update uh, tutorials, basically. Um, hmm. Ha 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 ha! 
<laughs> nice. Frank says, don't worry, Josh, I'll take over. What could go wrong? Well, hmm. I don't know. I, I almost feel like this could be so close to one of those hold my beer and watch this kind of things. <laughs> ah, I jest. There's always an open door for, for Frank. Frank's, Frank's a good guy. Matter of fact, jumping all around with these different, uh, different appointments and procedures and all of that stuff that's going on coming up. Who knows? Maybe we'll have to, uh, maybe we'll have to get Frank on and have him chat a little bit. After all, what could go wrong? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He could use the lizard cam as backdrop. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I think... I think... Maybe we've kind of turned Ohio Relic Hunter onto something, and and he's definitely running with it. He's loving those mulberry chips. He smoked some salmon the other day that looked delicious. And uh, the way it sounds, he says it's even better, even better than smoking with applewood. So, huh. Mark says, Frank, if you start driving now, you could be in New Jersey Friday. Hmm. Well, maybe he should have started driving two days ago. I don't know. Actually, I'm joking. I... I would have no issues at all traveling with Frank. Wouldn't bother me in the least. And you never know. Uh, you never know where we're going to pop up anyway. One of these days, you just may see Frank pull up to an event and... There's Beyond Sight and Sound, too. <laughs> People would see us probably getting out of the vehicle and go, Oh, God, there it goes. There went the neighborhood. Quick, everybody duck. Run for cover. <laughs> Got to keep them on their toes. And speaking of which... Obviously, tonight, uh, it's, it's great. It's always great to see. We throw the switch, we go live, and everybody just drops in and starts welcoming everyone. Uh, Ohio Relic Hunter is usually, uh, 
usually first in the chat, but he's got that, uh, he's got that, uh, kind of VIP access, the, uh, the in-studio cam, yeah, there you go, there you go, uh, hmm, Looks like there's flooding. Wow. I'm not sure where that's going on at. 280%. That's three years of rain and one storm. What in the world... Who's taking up all the rain? Who's taking up all the rain? Because, you know, we could we could use some of that. We could definitely use some of that. Um, California? California's taking up all the rain and they're having earthquakes with flooding. Hmm. Greedy much? We got to take all the activity? Or is somebody literally trying to separate the state into the ocean? I don't know. I, believe me, nothing against the West Coast peeps. Don't take it personal. It's, it's all in good fun. <clears throat> but it sounds like... <clears throat> Sounds like Chuck may have a uh, a weather update. I don't know. 5.3? Hmm. Where where did California get hit? I I'm missing something. I've been I've been busier than a two-headed beaver working on a dam around here, and I I miss all this news. The last I knew, we were watching wildfires on islands and everywhere else, and now we're talking about flooding and earthquakes, and that's it. World's gone to hell in a handbasket. Hold on, everyone. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, though, open lines tonight. Um, obviously, I know the Bortners are just chomping at the bit. They're so excited about Dig It Dude. They are. They are leaving shortly for Dig It Dude. And we wish them safe travels, as well as everyone else who is traveling for Dig It Dude. They're going to have a great time. And apparently, Shelly is hoping that Beyond Sight and Sound can make it to the next one, so I guess there's going to be another one next year. Who knows? It's it's hard. I don't know. And then this weekend, we had uh, the, the Buckeye... Uh, championship hunt that Bill Hayes puts on all the time, and I apologize, Bill, I don't know why, I mean, 
I should keep closer eye on it, but I don't know why I missed that and forgot to mention it on the show. That is a very long-running hunt, and Bill puts on a good hunt, does a good job with it, and that's Bill Hayes, for those who wonder which Bill I'm referring to. But, rather than referring to Bill's, let's refer to Chuck. How is it going, my friend? It's hot, Mm. but I'm not complaining. It could be the opposite side. Well, we're not flooding with earthquakes. No, no. And as far as I know, there's no wildfires. I was looking through some stuff and came across a conspiracy theory on the fires in Hawaii that it was a laser strike that started it. And I I looked at the picture they had. You know, I always knew that is lightning. Really? A laser strike? Yep. (laughs) Was this this put up by a flatlander? (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know where the guy was from, but I looked at it and went, okay, we're moving on from that. We have uh, heavy-duty lasers being aimed at places for wildfires and fires and big plants and this kind of stuff. So, uh, okay, whatever. Wow. that That's a new one. I mean... <sighs> With everything else well, going on, conspiracy theorists have to have something else they can go after instead of making that stretch. Yeah. Well, like, just, hey, we've got nothing to do. Let's light I, Maui up. I shut the computer off and went back outside and got some stuff done. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's just, wow. Uh, we, we've got nothing better to do. Let's light Maui up. Let's turn it into a big birthday candle. That sounds like a good thing, good idea. Hold my beer and watch this. There you go. So, But they really did have an earthquake with all the flooding that's coming to California, Southern Cal, up through and into Nevada, and that that's that hurricane that came up, the first one in, I think they said, 84 years. And when did, and this, when did this happen? Or it's happening right now. Okay, because I Certainly. I just had a a buddy out there running all over New Mexico, Nevada, Colorado, California, and he hadn't mentioned anything about it. Yeah, but yeah, I'm already seeing on some of the prospecting pages uh, they're prepping for some pretty good dry washes this winter. <laughs> I would guess so, yes, and especially with uh, the the gold rush that had been going on in California. I can see where they're all excited. Uh, who knows? Uh, but, Maybe but, it washes something else up. But, you know, you get a quick inch of rainfall out there in places. There's no place for it to go. So. Right. It, 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 the ground can't absorb it. One, two, three inches, and some of the areas are talking four and five inches, and I'm thinking, oh, boy, they are going to have a problem. They're already yeah. showing some flooding and things like that in Southern California and down the Baja. And um, so. Now, see, they need to figure out a way to contain that, and then they won't be thinking so much about running a pipeline from the Mississippi. Well, this is true. This is true. So they're getting what they asked for. It's just coming all at once. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. Although, it would help their situation and ours both if they'd 
pass it around a little bit. Yep. So. Because we can now use we some get of that. The heat that's pushed up by this thing coming in. And that's that's coming to us. It's here. You're going to get it in the next day or two. And we yeah. Hey, Wednesday. This isn't the index. This is 101 and 102. Uh-huh, yeah. Up 105 to 110. Yeah, and and we're already they're already forecasting, you know, mid 90s or so the end of the week, and I expect as we get closer to it, it's going to get hotter. And we may see triple-digit temps, not heat index. Yeah, so, and uh, anyway. I I hope Shelly and Dawn have a good time and do well with their hunt. Oh, they they sound super excited about it. I I believe there's going to be like 125 in attendance. They have sold out. Fantastic. Good deal. And the Bortners will be two of those in attendance. Well, good. Phil and Shannon like to get out and hit the hunts, and they're always welcome to any hunt because they're they're fun people. They're good people to have on board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Swing Into Summer last year was their first ever group event, and we just turned them into monsters. They enjoyed it so much, they tried to make any group event they can, if it's feasible. Uh, well, they made it up to Stockton, up there. with Right, uh, they did make it up to ETH. And uh, then we're going to go over, I don't I don't know, are they coming to Dig, Dig Fest in Chicago? I'm not on the computer to see right now. So. I'm not sure if they're making Dig Fest or not, but they are doing Dig It Dude. Which means they have to come through Ohio twice. Uh oh. So there may be some meeting they, up somewhere. Who said make them stop? Who said make them stop? You did. Oh yeah, it, yeah. They, through Ohio twice, right? So you're yeah. kind of hinting. They they are coming through Ohio twice. And speaking of Dig Fest, John Ramoska's in the house. Oh, good. Good. Nice to see John. And right. they, uh, we, the uh, the Bortners have been in communication. We have discussed trying to meet up either on their way out to New Jersey or on their way back. It all just depends on schedule and availability for them and everybody else. Because if if we can pull it off... Right. They would just, I mean, obviously, we, we would love to get together with them again anyway, but they would, I'm sure they would just love to meet the infamous gregarious Ohio Bills because they, uh, you don't, especially when it comes to Ohio Relic Hunter, you know, he he's kind of, he's usually busy squatching, so you don't, you don't normally see him. There you go. Especially not at events. And low. And I see that Shelly is in the house. Hello, Shelly. And we are definitely wishing her and gang the best of luck with Dig It Dude. Yes. Yes. 
I think what? that Shall we uh, call in and tell us how you're how you're doing there? Yeah. 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 If you can call Shelly, in, give us a last minute update as we roll into Dig It Dude. Dig It Dude. I mean and and I do. I say again, I think I I don't know the the landowner's name that is hosting the event, but the landowner is what prompted the last minute venue change. Very, wow. very cool for them to come forward. I, I believe they had reached out to Shelly and had told her, Hey, you know, we we heard about what you're doing. We see what you're doing. We appreciate the fact that you're uh you're doing this to to help i believe it was the uh farmers association of new jersey and since you're well actually we've got shelly on so i'll let her tell the story let her tell us hey shelly hello fellas how are you well Good. how's it how's going shelly oh just you know sitting around doing nothing i <laughs> find that hard to believe a week out from dig it dude uh, yeah. so tell days. us about Dig It Dude. What 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 do you got going for that day or days? Well, I am in um, Dig It Dude Central right now in my basement. That's uh, where they end gifts. up. Yep, wrapping gifts, double checking that every sponsor and donator has been properly identified and listed, so they get Very their due. Cool. Very and um. Cool. Just getting excited, more excited for the Bortners and Markoover and, you know, some of the detectorists we've never met. That's all I care about, really. Right. Tam said she had hoped that we could have made it, if not for anything else, just to be able to meet you and Dawn. But... Well, we're coming, we're coming by you guys. I think that's a 2024 goal. Really? Pretty sure. Oh like if my. you guys do a swing in the summer or, or a Kadoha or something out there. Oh my. Me. Well, I guess uh, that that should be interesting then. That, I'll look forward to that. We want For to put sure. our shovel in the soil in all 50 states. Ah, well, if you come through Ohio, oh. we can put you on some spots. a goal. Yep, that's our goal. So, Chuck, you'll have to bring us to Alaska. I would do that. He could do that. <laughs> but, yep. don't, tell, don't, now, if you do want to go, and we set it up, don't expect a big city in Nome. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, a mining camp. Yeah, you know, it, it'll be a little different. tell you all about what a mining camp looks like now. Mm-hmm. The first time I traveled off the East Coast, I went to Los Angeles, and I was expecting New York City, because I've been going to New York City my whole life. And now that I've traveled around, I've been to Dallas and San Francisco and New Orleans, you know, Philadelphia, um, everything's smaller than New York City, comparatively. Um, so I don't, I have no expectations when it comes to city size at all. There you go. Ah. Well then, there you go. So for for people I like, that I like Orleans very much, and Dallas, and 
and I've been to New York City, and yeah, it's huge. And uh, actually, what I think's happened out there is once you hit Jersey, you're working your way in. It never stops. And <laughs> right, it seems like a city in places. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So for those who it's may not, not like, know, why don't you explain what prompted this last-minute venue change? So the benefactors of our gig have been lovely. Um, the Monmouth County Farmers Association, the Monmouth Conservation Foundation um, is the 501c3 that governs the Farmers Association and we've become quite close with Karen Keene, who is the director of, I think, Community Relations. I don't know what her title is. Um, we were going to dig on an orchard, and there were some logistics with things still being planted. Uh, you can't plant, you can't hunt where the corn is. You can't hunt where the sunflowers are. We uh, were going to hunt one side and the other of the orchard day after day. And um, it, Karen said it was, and it was, ridiculously one week ago today that she said, Hey, shall I ask a question? I'm like, mm-hmm. And the reason why we picked the orchard was, is we're friends with the owners. So that's how we funneled. We wanted to be in Monmouth County, obviously for obvious reasons. And, uh, Karen said, we have this, one of our, one of our, um, trustees, has a property that's quite interesting and very historical. And she's wondering why you guys don't dig on her land. And I was like, uh, because we're 15 days out from our event. So I think it would be a bad idea. And she goes, let me run it by you. And seriously, let me double check with her to see if she wasn't messing around. And uh, let me see. I'm like, well, how many acres is it? Well, it's 80 acres. Okay, that's what we had, 80 acres. Um, how far is it from where people have already paid for lodging? Well, it's about 7. the same. Eight miles. Yep, it's about the same. So um, we said we would consider it. And then when we learned about the property, we uh, brought it to our team, the, the four of us that are organizing it. And then we brought it to the masses. Um, we took a sample size of people from all different communities and walks of life to speak to them about what they would think about us changing the venue in such a small amount of time and not one single person cared. Nice. Like that this, huge of a shift for logistics for you. Well, when you're, said, when you're told that you can dig um, an American encampment from the Revolutionary Wars, that's called Very Spy cool. Hill. Then, you know, you say, uh, okay, that'll be fine. Right. Uh-huh. When, when, an, what, when what could be the opportunity of a lifetime is literally dropped in your lap, you'd be fools not to take it. Normally, a venue change this close to the time of the event is probably not a good idea. But in this case, an excellent idea. And it looks like it's working out for you. So that is awesome. We um, we were almost sold out before the venue changed, and then when the venue changed, the tickets went the, the very next day. Right, yeah, all very of cool. a sudden, look, we've got no tickets left. Gee, I wonder why. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great um, it's a great flattery 
for us, we're working really hard. You know, Chuck, you guys know you run events. You know what work goes into it. Yeah, I know a yes. lot of the people on your channel run events, and it's, uh, you know, from Greg to, you know, um, you uh, Mike Lackleman, the I&I, &I, you know, your I&I &I swing into summer. Um, it's it's an immense amount of work. But I, I think that with my work experience in hosting charity balls for hospitals, I'm incredibly annoyingly organized. So... <laughs> I hope There's that not, uh, not wrong with that. Right. Yeah, especially in in this particular scenario when you're planning a a dig event like this, it's it's good to be incredibly organized. It it definitely helps come the day of the event. <laughs> I think poor Audra thinks I'm crazy, but that's okay cuz I am a little bit. So it's all good in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you kind of got to be Yes. So but, the, the history of the site, <clears throat> the 80 acres, was an encampment yes. of... It, there's a, there's both a, sides? A, a, yes. So there's a proven British encampment Documented. with historical markers below where we are digging. So there's a, there's, it's called Wind Hill Farms, and that was a British encampment um, documented during the Battle oh. of Monmouth. Why this was called Spy Hill is because a mile away beyond the creek, um, which is one of the places we are not allowed to dig, um, because there are archaeologists and historians that have been digging there and marking stuff. And right, you know, some of some of the neighboring areas in. are protected lands. Correct. So when we when the British troops were in their encampment. American spies would climb Spy Hill and get down in the brush and spy get as close as they possibly could to the encampment to be able to um, steal thoughts, ideas, equipment, anything they could get their hands on. Um, so we've uh, we've talked to the property owner's brother. Uh, the property owner is not available at the moment. We have talked to the Mammoth uh, Historical Association about the area and on our own research actually my brother who's um a united states marine and in homeland security he actually has heard about spy hill but there's not a lot of documentation about it so mm. i know that the detectors that live in that area have driven by that gate a million times and there is a sign that says spy hill it's it's kind of tucked away it's not it's not obvious um, I'll tell you that Audrey is driven by it, Bobby, a couple of the other Monmouth County folks, and they're like, oh, God, I'd love to get up in there. And you just can't. The previous owner was the uh, drummer for Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Wow. E Street. There you go. Right. And I think we may have just lost Shelly. Because I think we did. She just kind of... Cut off. I mean, she's there, but we're not hearing her. She nope. may have to dial back in. Yeah, she just fell off. Oh, she didn't get hurt. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe cell service is kind of spotty or something. And I mean, she was in her basement after all. Yeah. So I don't know what sort of reception she gets down there. 
Yeah, the other, the next question I wanted to ask her was, what's the closest town that dates to that era during that time period? That would be a good question. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, if anybody knows or not well looks like we may have Shelly coming back in so you may be able to ask her yes we do have Mrs. Williams back fingers crossed right so what my, is my the next, next closest you, town Shelley, to yeah. that that area that dates to that era uh, Middletown okay Middletown Middletown um Sandy Hook. I know where okay. Sandy Hook is. I'm trying okay. to remember Middleton, uh, Middletown. Because that puts you, what, in the, with being Sandy Hook, you're down the south central coast? Yes. Okay. All right. My family, my entire family on dad's side are from Jersey. Chester. Okay. Oh, that's that right. Area, a little bird called Susquehanna. Oh, that's and where Shelly's from. from. That's where I'm and from. That kind of stuff. And the family goes back into the 1680s in that area. My grandparents immigrated to just west, I'm sorry, just east of Susquehanna in Rockaway Township. They were Irish coal miners. Oh, wow. Very Rockaway Township, very familiar with the area. I went out there many times as a kid, and I've been back to Chester once and still have family through the area. And then on my mom's side, they were all from the East Coast also, dating back into the same time period. They were forced out of England by Cromwell. Oh, wow. They were Knights Templars. Oh my goodness. Now I'm all curious. Roots, all my family roots are out of the Jersey, New York uh, area. Wow. Now I'm curious to know, being such a significant spot, uh, yes. what, I mean, odds are good that there could be something of historical significance pop up because to my understanding, this site has never been detected. What happens when those finds show up? Um, We're to keep all of our finds unless there's something like King Henry's crown jewels. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be nice. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like something like that. If, you know, if someone's willing to see if the museum wants something that they, you know, our, our artillery shell from the war or, yeah, you know, I'm, they're not looking I'm for sure they wouldn't turn portion. it down. Right. I mean, if someone finds a GW button, I think they're going to put it in their pocket and shut their mouth. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, there was a mention. Not much. You know, so it's an on your honor thing. It's not really, um, you know, they, they, 
the 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 landowners are not interested in the history so much. They'd like to see what we find. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. So we will have a finds table for anyone who's willing to share their finds. Um, but cool. there was nothing said that we need to see every single thing you pull out of the ground. You know, we want to vet it and see if we want to keep it. There was nothing, nothing of that nature was said. That is well, awesome. That's outstanding. Have you looked up any of the site's historical maps? I have, and I have found that there are four home sites there you go. on the map, and one of them says, oh, let me see if I still have it, Chuck. Put me on the spot. Um, oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> see, you, one that's, one that's the a problem. You, just, you can't take us anywhere, Telly. <laughs> nah. Nah. We're on nor, the- nor I. Nor I, Josh. So on the <laughs> map, it reads, one of the home sites says G-E-N-D something, but I looked up to see if he was a general. So I don't know if it was a general store or if the guy was actually a general, but I'm going to do a little bit more research. Again, thrust into 10 or 12 days before changing location. Um, I've only been able to do a little bit of research, but uh, once we announce, once we send out the waiver um, and give the full location out to everybody, I fully expect some of the you know, the map hound, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dig down. You can into guarantee. You can guarantee. I mean, as soon as the precise location comes out, there's going to be somebody probably that's going to reach out to you and say, well, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, it was this and this and this, and Yeah. Definitely. Our main goal this weekend, of course, is to have fun, um, be with each other, uh, but to foster a relationship with the uh, Mammoth uh, Conservation Foundation, because if this is property number one, year one, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for property number two, year two. Yeah, absolutely. And if all goes well this year, that only helps to kind of pave the way and help to solidify that relationship where you may gain access to other areas. That's what we are hoping. And I would see no reason why that couldn't happen. I mean, you've got a great team planning this and... Uh, a great group of people that will uh, that will be in attendance as well. That's what I'm most excited for. Truly, they get to meet the Bortners. Who doesn't want to meet the Bortners? I know, cool. right? I've been telling people if they get the opportunity to, and they miss out, they're only cheating themselves because they're a great couple to meet. Can't wait. You're you're gonna love them too. You're you're gonna get such a kick out of them and have a blast. I think we're gonna get in some trouble. I'm a little worried. Mm, it's possible. Yeah, you know, not so much with Phil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he he stays he stays pretty that, low key. Uh, Shannon and I have some like qualities, so I'm, I would imagine Shannon and I are gonna get in trouble. Of course. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's her neck of the woods. They need a tour guide. Right. Shannon and I and Marla Lee. Just, just it's going to be like TNT. Oh my! Oh boy! 
There goes the neighborhood. Yep. Then well, I just wanted to, to pop on, guys, and, and say thank you so, so much for um, announcing the hunt and wishing us well. Um, we're uh, looking forward to you two joining us next year. Okay. Please, if you can. If you, if you can um, it's always going to be small. It's never going to grow more than, you know, we have 110 this year. We said our max, max, max is 125, but we're not doing it. We're just, we're happy with our 110. Um, well, I, I'll plan we just on it to as long as next year on July 19th through the 26th, I'll have a group in Alaska. <clears throat> so There's a group after Digacy that are going to England. Oh. That's exciting. Yep. Nice. Nice. That's always a good Not time. Not Mrs. Williams and I. We're staying in bed. Ah. Well, <laughs> I, I I can understand that. I can understand yeah. that. There you go. <laughs> but so, we do. We we so wish you guys all the best of luck with it and, and continued success in the future as this moves forward because I'm sure it's going to move forward and you will be granted access to more uh, locations as that, that relationship continues and can't wait to see some of the go-lives or the videos or posts. Yes. Keep us posted. Keep Promise us I will. Promise yeah, I will. Standing. We wish you luck. Do well with your, your endeavor you. and and keep me in the loop for next year, and uh, maybe Jill and I can make the run out there and come to Joyzy. That'd be great. Well, we watched you guys do it first, from you know, I and I to come out swinging to um, the Florida hunts. We learned from yeah. the best, so we well, uh, we have we have a great foundation. And uh, you've got a good emissary coming up that can help you out. I'll throw him under the bus and put Mark to work. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Mark I mean, the, yep. the uh, <laughs> granted, so, the crown jewels aren't a pull tab or anything, but, you know, nope. hey, still take it. He's never short of no. pull tabs, and if he is, all he has to do is say something, and I'll be able to get 50 pounds in the mail. That's right. We'll Perfect. get them right out to him. <laughs> we we definitely don't guys, have, have an issue. Night. You yeah, too. You too. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you both. Yes, no problem. Keep up the good work. Yep. Well, good on them. I hope they. I hope they have good weather and it's not cooking them. And down uh, down on that section of the Jersey area, that can be pretty nice down there. Right. They are and, too far and for... off Sandy Hook, and should should be pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for those that uh, are in attendance, if the weather is hot and baking everybody, please stay hydrated. Oh, yeah. They own the water. Yeah, uh, and obviously, I mean, Mark's no stranger to the heat, so I'm sure he'll be plenty well prepared. There you go. There you go. I don't think Frank's making it, though. I don't no, know. No, it doesn't sound like it. <clears throat> I mean, if he was, he'd have probably already left. Yeah. 
So, oh, I got an update for you on the issues with the Manicore. Oh, okay. And they sent me a notification of a shipment. Oh, good. Okay. Well, they sent my old coil back. It is bad, but they do not have a replacement at this time. Really? So available. So what do we do in a situation like that? You're just going to use the bad coil, and then when they have one available, they will ship it out? <laughs> Evidently. Wow. So just, it's just sitting there. I'll run the 900. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I, they're the messengers saying, well, yep, it's bad. And, yep, we don't have another one. You're on the waiting well, list. I guess this is not necessarily any big surprise since it is a no. chipped coil. I was wondering if that would occur. Right. And, and it did. that makes me wonder, too, if they're putting you on a waiting list, how many others have had this issue? Yep, and nobody's talking about it. I've been told by folks that they were unaware of any other issues, but then there's been a few tell me they went out and tried it, and everything's fine, and a few tried it said, well, it wouldn't hit a large copper. Why is that? Right. You know, I don't know. And that does make me wonder. I mean, I've... Time goes if I get a new coil before it freezes up. Right. And that does make me wonder. I mean, I've done some testing. I have not had the chance to test a large copper under it or even that uh, silver dollar. Uh, well, but that, it hit that, silver dollar, but it was weak. And I had a heck of a time finding that large copper. And then I had and a large copper ought to jump up and club you with that thing. Yeah. Another gentleman contacted me. He was having an issue with large silver. So there is something going on with a few people, but everybody else, like Dennis, checked it. And yeah, that's not to say everybody is having this problems. issue. Not everybody. It's just a very few that I can find. And so, that also makes me wonder about Frank's coil then. Yeah. Hmm. We'll we'll have to see. He'll have to keep us posted on that. And I see where Mark Hoover says if there's a pull tab on the property, he will find it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Right. So hopefully, I mean, and you no, know, some people are naturally drawn to certain things. Uh, some guys I've been around, it's like they're a magnet for gold. Right. Or a magnet for other rare earths, metals, silver. Right. Mr. Hoover has magnetism for aluminum. And that's why I said, you know, if, if he's ever sort on pull tabs, we can definitely hook him up. I dig plenty of them yep. because I like gold. So you kind of, the pull tabs kind of come with the territory. Yes. Yes, they do. But with with the site that they're digging, there is the potential for a number of people to find a bucket lister, and hopefully they do. Well, out there you can, because I had the opportunity in, in eastern Pennsylvania, just above Jersey, to hunt 
George Washington's headquarters for the Battle of Germantown. And oh, yeah, that's right. Back, yeah, and that was a ball because we found round ball, coppers, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, insignia, hat from the tall hat. Yep, that's uh, what I was thinking of. That That was a nice find. Yeah, and things like that because you could still see the silver plate in there, even though a lot of it was off because of time, but there was still silver plate showing, and they were all ninth, and the ninth was at that site. Right. Uh, U.S. So, you know, somebody's going to pop something up if there was that kind of activity, and if there may have been even the smallest skirmish, skirmishes around the area, that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. So good you... on them. I hope they do well, and people have a good time, and don't cross the lines where you're not supposed to. That's a right. That's, Stay that's within your thing. boundaries. Yep. But you can't put that number of people on a site that's documented like that and not have something turn up. That's right. And if these were the other question I had for Shelley was, were these fields worked? I mean, were they like farms for that entire period? There'll be something else out there. Somebody will come up with. Jersey copper or something like that. That that's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, and especially for like Phil and Shannon, I know they're re- they they were really looking forward to it before the venue change, and now with the venue change, that's just icing on the cake. Oh yeah, that that's that's good stuff moving forward. So yeah, the absolutely. Twenty five that got signed up. I hope they do well and find some history. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said before, it to change a venue this close to the date of the event, that gets kind of dicey. However, I can understand why they would change the venue this close to the time of the event. When you're presented with an opportunity like that, you'd be fools not to. That's so, correct. I mean, I, I don't blame them in the least, and the way it sounds, everybody else was okay with it as well, which is awesome. Because uh, I know, I mean, if it was me, if the shoe was on the other foot, I'd have switched venues too. Mm-hmm. You, you That's don't, an opportunity. That yeah, you don't, you don't turn down an opportunity like that. You just, Ooh. you don't do it. Not a bit. Not a bit. <laughs> So, and the way it sounds, it didn't. That kind of stuff, that'll be a good time. Right. And the way it sounds, it didn't, you know, this doesn't change the dates. The hunt location is about the same distance from the hotels that people have already booked at. That's good. So it's a no brainer. Right. Right. that it and it is it, it's going to be interesting to see the photos and posts and videos and uh i'm sure we'll hear about it on can you dig it we'll hear about it on jersey history hunters we'll probably hear about it on detect america uh, uh i i look forward to it yeah it's it's going to be an exciting time. I'm I'm excited for people that are attending just to see what they're going to find. Yeah, yeah, 
I mean, well, it, that'll it's, make that if she gets that site again or next to it or something yeah. like that. Uh, that'll make that uh, a sellout in seconds. Oh yeah, I mean, and and it's it's hard to. I mean, everybody wants to make all the events that they can throughout the year, and and it's hard for us to make more than much more than one event a year. But after hearing about the venue change, it's like holy cow, I'd. I'd have probably tried to see what I could have done to make that one. <laughs> yes. But I was uh <sighs> I was late to the party. I mean, I'm sure they would have probably squeezed us in anyway, but eh, you know, you see mm-hmm. as you lose. There you go. So and uh, I'm interested in seeing what they come up with cuz that that area out there, that's like Okay, everybody out there wants to go to England, you know, sometime. Well, a lot of us mm-hmm. in the Midwest, traveling to the East Coast and getting a prime spot like that is, is just as good a trip as England. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you, you get back to the New England area, I mean, that that's a chance for history that Maybe a lot of people in New England may possibility take for granted, but for those of us west of New England, that's a rare opportunity for us. That's right. That's right. So we uh, we take those opportunities. Those one of Civil War relic hunt. Yeah, yeah. That type of thing, and you in the Midwest here, you get a little south of here, you get into Missouri. We can get into Kentucky and that kind of stuff, but uh, the the mother load of all that's always been Virginia mm-hmm. and uh, places. So, and then getting back to colonial era, you really got to get into Pennsylvania, Ohio, move further southeast, get down into into those spots and and hit colonial colonial era stuff. Oh yeah, and, uh, and then. Gold, you can find that mm-hmm. down there too if you get lucky and get in some places. Yep. So well, we have lots of opportunities. We got to just keep them open. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some people think that Ohio isn't necessarily all that historic, but uh, we've we've had quite our fair amount of history within the the borders of the state. Yep. And you're right. It it's. Not all that uncommon, you know. They're there for a while. They used to say that the large scent was the Ohio weedy, because we we would find them all over the place and reals. Um, well, just right off the top of my head, I know of at least three eight reals that have been dug within ten miles of me. Yep, you can you can hit them in in central Illinois. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, southeast Iowa, Missouri, and um, that, but it's, it's it's not that unusual. I see them come up once in a while, and mm-hmm. I found them. Myself, but I've been very fortunate for that down through that area. Up here, right. I've only gotten one really smooth two real, and you could just barely make out maybe what it, you know. It's a real. You can't see date. You just see some. Stuff right, you can just yeah. see enough to kind of tell. Yep, it's a real. In in, in Northwest Missouri, I got an eight real, 
and uh, 1808, and a 4-real, a 2-real, a 1-real, different areas that was heavily traveled as the Western expansion was going on. So that carried people, that, that traded till 1856. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very cool, for sure. Oh, yeah, they've got opportunities out there. Yes, they do. And those of you got lucky and signed up, good luck. Wish the Bortners well. I hope they find some cool stuff. Right, yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure they probably will. I wouldn't see why not anyway. So we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. But uh, definitely for... For those that are traveling for Dig It Dude, the gathering, one, uh, safe travels, and hopefully everybody makes some nice finds. Obviously, to to get to an event like that, some people have to leave a little earlier than others, and I, I want to say, I could be wrong, but I want to say, I believe the Bortners are leaving tomorrow. Yeah, they got some road trip to do. Yeah, they they got a little bit of driving to get there. Yes, sir. So drive carefully. Drive carefully. That's going to be quite the uh, quite the trip for them. And if if there is the opportunity that we can all meet up in Ohio, great. And who knows? Maybe maybe they'll have time. We'll meet up on on their way out and on their way back. Nothing wrong with that. No. No, not a thing. Not a thing. Well, my friend, I think we've had a pretty good chat. Thank you, Shelly, for calling in and give us updates and good luck. Yes, and, uh, definitely. I'm going to back out of here, get some paperwork done, and uh, stay cool the rest of this week as best as we can. Yeah, and how. And I think backing out of here doesn't sound like a bad idea for me either because it's the next three weeks, it's it's going to be quite the uh, quite the obstacle course with appointments and such. Then Mister Hoover's got some traveling to do too to get up there. Yes, he does. Have adventure, travel will travel. Group. That's right. That's right. So, and always looking forward to seeing Frank's critter cam. <laughs> right. And his, and his trained lizard. Yep. Yeah. We so we were going. Everybody we, have a safe week. Stay we hydrated. Were, stay cool, and uh, we'll chat with you later. Thanks for having me on, bud. Yeah, thanks for the call. No problem. Later. We were uh, definitely going to try to have the critter cam up and running this year, but uh, I don't know. Ran into some sort of technical snafu with it. I, I don't quite get it. Uh, it captures audio just fine, but the the images and video are solid black. And... Hmm. Wouldn't you know it, hindsight, uh, sometimes when you pick up stuff like that, you should probably check it right away instead of waiting six months to check it because at that point 
Couldn't do any return. No customer support from the company. Eh, what do you do? You roll with the punches and and find another one. So, you know, maybe next year we'll have the uh, the Critter Cam up and going. Uh, until then, I guess we're just busy staying uh, smoking and keeping people in supplies for smoking, apparently. <clears throat> but Ohio Relic Hunter definitely seems to be getting a kick out of the mulberry. So if you're a smoker, food smoker, and you have not tried mulberry, look it up on the internet. I mean, I talked to a gentleman the other day that when I said something to him about it, he's like, is that, I've never even heard of mulberry. Is that even such a thing? Can you even smoke with that? And he had to do a little bit of uh, educating on Google himself. And once he found out, he was chomping at the bit to give it a try. And he did put it to the test with a custom order this weekend. He wanted to smoke a pork butt for the UFC fights and come and got himself a, a custom order of smoking splits because apparently he has a Texas-sized smoker and he needs Texas-sized pieces to put in it. No chips or chunks for that guy. They burn up too fast. So hopefully all went well for him, too. And hopefully all goes well for everyone else that is traveling to Dig It Dude. Hopefully all goes well for for me and Tam both in the uh, next few weeks. Thankfully, I'm getting around better than I have been this close to treatment. We'll see if we can keep it going. Who knows what Wednesday brings? I'm not sure yet. Uh, like I said, we're rolling into a obstacle course of appointments and shots and tests and who knows what else. Not looking forward to it. Either way, find a bucket lister if you can. Get out there and find something if you can. Post up the photos. You know how we love to see them. Good luck with Dig It Dude. Those that are traveling, travel safely. That means you, the Bortners. That means you, Mark Hoover. And everyone else that is traveling. Take care, folks. Have a wonderful evening. We're out of here.